our guest today is a man with his heart and mind entangled in alternative theories. Some may say conspiracy. He is well-versed on a number of topics I'd love to discuss, but we couldn't get to all of them today, and so he'll be back again, I'm sure. Uh, Today, we primarily discussed flat earth. I've heard this theory before, but never really had the chance to discuss it with someone who believes. It was a fun conversation, and I hope you enjoy. Here is my friend, Joaquin Tron. So, let's talk about flat earth. Okay, so flat earth. Um, I think a lot of people hear that term, and, and it's it's immediately something that sounds ridiculous, something that's used as, as an insult, uh, you know, the flat earthers, like... In twenty, you know, we're in the twenty-first century, and these people are still think that the Earth is flat. Um, the truth of the matter, yes, there is a modern resurgence of the flat Earth movement. People that don't believe we live on a spinning globe. Um, but uh, the the truth of the matter is that. Uh, a hundred percent of the people that consider themselves flat earthers uh, didn't start as flat earthers. Like there may be some fundamentalist groups that that have always, you know, the Bible says this, so it's flat. But that's got to be in the very, very small minority. Mm-hmm. Hundred percent, you know, ninety-nine point nine percent of the people who consider themselves flat earthers were globe believers for their entire life because mm-hmm. that's what you know we all grew up learning about so what what happened to you that convinced you to change your thought process on that i mean it goes back to you know an i guess you could call it an awakening um that started back in 2009 um that's when I yeah I graduated from college and started a band with some friends and after band practice we would start watching a bunch of different videos about diff- everything really from space um, uh, the the Mayan calendar uh, was the first one that kind of opened the gates to to everything else uh, we were just on the cusp of of 2012 which was you know going to be the start of, of a new era or the apocalypse is um and that was just yeah pandora's box for for us and so after band practice every day we, someone would bring something new and we would learn about you know ancient aliens and and uh quantum mechanics and multi you know the the multiverse and all, all that stuff. We were really, really into science and and, and space documentaries and stuff like that. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I even bought the the Cosmos DVD series with Neil deGrasse Tyson just to have projected in our, in our shows. We were a space rock band. Mm-hmm. We would, yeah, we all about space rock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Um, and then yeah, we we got I got really into aliens and and kind of conspiracy theories at the time, and 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 for a while there, it, it became a lot of of you know what I was absorbing and just learning that maybe the world is is not what we've been told, and there's 
you know, not to say that everything that's out there is is, is legit, but but certainly there's a lot of truths that are being occulted, uh, and I think we know that more than ever now mm-hmm. that maybe the world isn't what's being presented to us, right? Yeah. Um. So for a while there, I, I started getting really into kind of the, the political stuff, and it was just really kind of depressing it was like just a really bad rabbit hole to go down and yeah. eventually I, I just stopped altogether I it was too much and I took my blue pill again <laughs> and I went back to living my life and 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 just didn't look back mm-hmm. for a while um, and then in 2015, one of my friends sent, uh, you know, he would always send these type of like esoteric images. He was really into occult knowledge and and, and tarot and, and magic and all that stuff. And, and so he would always send very kind of abstract images. And But he sent a map um, calling itself the, the true map of the world or something like that. And, mm-hmm. and it was the you know, essentially a, a flat earth map. And he sent another one, uh, a couple of images, but I, I just thought it was him being esoteric and and abstract. And I didn't think much of it. I was like, okay, that's, that's kind of cool looking, but um, okay. And then after that, yeah, at that time there was uh, multiple people on, on YouTube that, that had come out with these series of, um, you know, proofs that the the world we live in is, is not a spinning globe in space and it's actually a flat, motionless, static plane. Mm-hmm. Um, so then what happens at the edge? I mean, the, the thing that people try to ridicule this movement mm-hmm. by saying is that you fall off the edge. So what right. what is the edge? And, yeah, and that's and that's kind of what we're what we're told, you know, the the Columbus story that he was going to sail off of the edge mm-hmm. and and so that's the, you, when you're young, when you're when you first go into school and the first thing you see when you get to the classroom is is a globe. You see, you're told this is the world we live in. Your mind is still developing. This is you have no reason not to trust the p- person that's that's in front of you telling yeah. you this is where you live you we people used to believe we lived in a flat world but uh, and then Columbus is, was gonna sail off the edge so you have this image of, of water running off of the edge mm-hmm. and in fact that that's probably used in, in textbooks with water going well, yeah I mean that's why I'm asking because that's mm-hmm. the only thing that I've ever seen explained okay so what what really happens is there an edge well, the so the map that is um, kind of most used by flat earthers today, um, it's called the AE map. Um, yeah, it's, it's called the what? Um, I mean, just look up uh, flat earth map and you'll probably see it. Um, oh, actually... Just to go on a, on a little bit of a tangent, actually, th- this is the, the first image that... In, this uh, one? Yeah, that's the first one that I saw. So I thought it was just kind of, there's some angels on the corners and and it's the Bible. This is described in the Bible, um, square and stationary earth. 
Yeah, it says uh, Map of the Earth Made in 1893 by Orlando Ferguson. So you're saying he came up with this and the people that you're involved with now currently subscribe to this or this no, is no, considered no. This nonsense? Is, this is just the, the first image that I ever saw about this and, and it kind of caught my eye. But I thought it was just, you know, an abstract image. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand it. If you go back to where it says the, the, the map, though, we can pull up and this is kind of you know, an aside, but uh, the image that I prepared to have on, on my side is, is essentially the map. Okay. So people can kind of look at it and understand. Oh, that yeah, we'll have yeah. on your side? For yeah, your, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. So. And, is there and, anything I can look yeah, at here, if though? You, the, the first one that, that, that comes up. That one? Mm-hmm. So that's, this is... Uh, Okay. This is kind of the popular map that's that, that's used, um, and coincidentally, it it is the the map in the logo of the UN flag. But you know, think <laughs> think of that what you will. Um, so it, it is said that you know this is a, a projection of a globe being flattened out, but the reality is it's it, it's also the image of a a flat image, you know. That can be put around the globe and, and it kind of ties it up nicely. But essentially what flat earthers believe the earth to be is, yes, uh, imagine a large pond or a, a large lake. There's, there's a shoreline around okay. the lake. Um, and so we have the North Pole at the center of the earth. Okay. All the continents are um, surrounding it. And then you have Antarctica, which we're told is an island at the bottom of the world. But Antarctica is really the outer perimeter or the shoreline of the large earth pond. Huh. Okay. Um, and then, but what happens beyond that? Well, that's, that's, that would be speculation on a part. Uh, there's a very interesting treaty that is signed in the 50s called the Antarctic Treaty. Okay. Uh, and that is, it was signed by a lot of, the major, like all the the countries in the world, and, and it's been signed, I, I'm not sure, I don't know off the top of my head, but all the countries that have signed it, but essentially it restricts travel beyond, I think, the 66 parallel, don't quote me on that, but it, basically you can't travel below um, to Antarctica. Um, past a certain point. Past a certain point, right? And it's, and it's, uh, there's, Military parts, and you you can go to there's certain points. There's bases close to uh, you know South America at the bottom of South America. Uh, you can go and hang out and and see the penguins. You can there's a lot of science and military bases down there. So there's people that live there, and there's uh -huh. people that are stationed there. But um, there's in the Antarctic Treaty, you're not allowed to take a certain amount of fuel. So basically, it makes exploring and and you can't go independently. You have to go by, by an escort. Okay. So it's it's highly guarded. You can't just go there on your own and and explore I can't just, Antarctica. I can't just like get a ticket on a ship and go to Antarctica and walk around and do stuff. Somebody's gonna stop me. Yes. Hmm. Okay. At least. Uh, I thought there was some, and maybe this. I mean, this doesn't mean it's real, but uh, I thought there was somebody recently that 
took a bunch of sled dogs across it. And there's like, so, yeah, there's, I mean, there's always stories and, and that come up. Um, yeah, there's a guy that supposedly um, traveled across Antarctica. If you look at the map of what he actually did, and and this is just from kind of learning, uh, reading about it a, a while ago, but he kind of crosses a, a certain way that it makes it look like you're crossing Antarctica. But you're, you can go a certain way, I'm, and and actually, I'm I'm not a hundred percent on that, but. Well, yeah, I'm interested now. Sure. Uh, so yeah. There's, yeah, if there is a... Uh, oh, maybe that one. Okay. So, um, I'm, I'm not even sure if that's... South Pole Traverse. traverse. I've never yeah, seen it laid out like that. If, that's cool. If, if that's what the red line is, and I'm not totally sure, but you're going, oh, I guess they're saying, they're calling, they're showing you how they go to the, the South Pole, mm -hmm. which is really just, uh, there's no South Pole. It's 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 just a, a, a thing that's there. As, uh, yeah, that's interesting. I've never seen this photo before. Now we got an ad on there. Yeah, um, so, so with this map, um, essentially, yeah. The, so then what happens with, um, elevation and uh, just the, the perimeter is... Uh, yeah, I mean, just look up pictures of Antarctica and it's it's such a visual thing to, to, to be able to understand where we come from. But uh, if you look at pictures of Antarctica, it's, it's some of the highest elevation on Earth and people ask like, what, where's this? It's like an ice wall, but essentially Antarctica is a giant ice wall that keeps the water down mm -hmm. and it's a, yeah it's the shoreline and in and, and a lot of places it's it's very highly elevated um it's kind of like the wall in game of thrones it keeps the white walkers out yeah, I mean, <laughs> so what's beyond the wall yeah. we don't know uh maybe some people you know speculate no, this is getting into the realm of, of speculation and, uh -huh. but it, it's fun to consider you know as far as we know this is the world that we know about because this is a world that, that we can access. Mm -hmm. There could be more land beyond, who knows? Mm -hmm. There could be, who knows? That's that's up to a, a speculation, but... but Why doesn't some dude from the movement just hijack a plane? Again, there's like military presence at the, in Antarctica. Okay. And you can only take so much, there's a lot of people that have been like, yeah, let's, let's take, let's, let's go. <laughs> It's just a matter of making it happen. Okay, um, so this is this is good visual reference. What about if we laid this flat on the table and you went up, then you'd go into space, right? So that's another, yeah. So I want to kind of talk about what the misconceptions of, of flat earth and okay. what people, I think the first thing that, like when you think of, when you hear the words flat earth, what's the first image that kind of pops in, in, into your head? An earth with the water going over the edge, sure. like what we were talking about. It floating in, in space, right? Yes, yes. Okay. So, right. We understand space um, a certain way, again, because that's that's what we've been told and that, that's, you know, what we believe. Because um, we, yeah. I mean, we have the stars above us, because we were talking about that For earlier. Sure. For sure. Where... Um, 
certain things have been studied over the course of human history and our ability to map the stars has allowed us to understand other events. So the stars have to exist absolutely. above well, us. Absolutely. That's undeniable. Yeah. We have stars. We yeah. have planets, which are also referred to as the wandering stars. They're lights in the sky that move independently from the entire, you know, constellation or the 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 stars um, and we have the other two luminaries we have the sun and the moon mm-hmm. um, so back to kind of the the misconception I, th- I think a lot of people yeah like you said think of this like flat disc floating in space um, no flat earther believes that that's not a thing um, okay. that's those are images that are used in, in kind of debunking articles and okay. all these articles that that, that come up um, and if you look up in, in YouTube, there's a lot of, if you look up Flat Earth, the first thing that you're going to get is um, kind of debunking videos uh, with that image. Oh, is that a... Yeah, I think that's, that's cool. a band or something. <laughs> <laughs> Good for them. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so there... Before this movement, there's there's this thing called the Flat Earth Society, which I, I don't know if you've ever heard about that. Um, essentially, it's what's we probably what's what's a uh, controlled opposition. It's basically this this forum or this society that, that was formed to throw people off. And, and if you look in there, it's just this ridiculous information. You see the disc floating in space and, mm-hmm. and they're told that, that this disc is rising at a rate of like eight meters per second or mm-hmm. something like that. And it's just ridiculous, non-scientific and essentially like So, but is, is there a picture of what you're saying you believe it looks like? Is there a picture I can see? Because I can't imagine anything other than a plate sitting in space. Well, I mean, I think the the map that we were looking at is, is the coast of... But I want to see underneath <laughs> and above, you know, what I, like I want to see it in 3D space. Right. Because I, I don't understand what's underneath it. Right. And we don't either. And, and that's the thing. There's, we don't have all the answers. We only have what, what we can gather by, by, you know, evidential observations. Well, and the thing is... But did you know, for example... Um, that the deepest hole, I was just looking it up. Yeah. The, the deepest drilling, yeah, is 12,000 meters, which is about eight miles. It happened in, in Russia, I believe. Um, and this, uh, so they dug and they were wanted to see uh, as far as they could go. Uh, and after eight miles, they couldn't get, they couldn't get through. They were just unable to keep digging, digger, digging deeper. Mm-hmm. So essentially we can dig as far as that and the, the Marianas Trench is the deepest um, part of the, the, the earth uh, the ocean and it's about it's not much deeper than that or it might be even a little bit more shallow than that so yeah it's a little bit 11,000 meters less than that so if you think about the 7 miles yeah the circumference of the earth which is closer to 25,000 miles. Circumference of the Earth? I thought it was mm-hmm. 30,000. Yeah. 
24,000 miles. Yeah, 24,000 miles. So digging eight inches into it, it's, it, if you're looking at an apple, it's not even digging halfway down the skin of an apple. Uh -huh. So how can we know for certain what is beneath that? It's another kind of just so story. Uh, it's a theory. And what we're shown when we're kids as well, you see the crust cut of the, of the earth and you see all the, the different layers and the core. Um, and then you accept that as, as fact. Mm -hmm. But th there's, that's unproven. That's just theory that's taught as fact. And, it, and, and when you start to look at, I mean, I think the study of flat earth begins with the study of heliocentrism mm -hmm. um, and, and what we currently believe. And in fact, I think flat earthers today probably know more about the mainstream heliocentric model than most globe believers. You're saying that flat earth uh, confirms heliocentrism? Heliocentrism is, um, well, it's the, the model where the sun is at the center of our solar system. Yes. Oh, uh, you know, flat earthers are believe that earth is the center of creation. Okay. The sun and space do not exist the way that we're told. The sun is not 93 million miles away. And is so Galileo was wrong then. I mean, again, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a study into why we, you know, the history of why we believe what we believe in the mainstream model. And, and when you start to look at it, it's just built on a series of assumptions. Um, you know, that a lot of people would say that, yes, the, the curvature of the earth was proven uh, by Eratosthenes uh, 4,000 years ago or whenever that was. And he had, the experiment is he had two wells um, in distant cities. Um, and, and one day uh, you could see the, the, when the sun, at the same time, the sun would not cast a shadow or uh, in one of the wells and it would cast a shadow on the other one or sticks is usually referred to. You can have two sticks sure. in, op in distant lands. So if the sun's rays are coming in parallel mm -hmm. to the earth, then that must mean that there's curvature because the the sticks should be should have the same uh, shadows. Okay. But that doesn't that's based on the assumption that the sun is you know far far away. The same result could happen if the sun is local and just above so the earth. is that what you believe then that the earth is or that the sun is just what like a few miles above us what um, is the general theory yeah i mean we're certainly not 93 million miles away okay right um it's just right there you look at it and, and it's coincidentally the, the same size as the moon even though the sun is supposed to be 400 times larger and 400 times away. That is kind of a weird coincidence um, that they're the same size. I mean, uh, so, and I'm, you know, I'm jumping all over the place. Yeah, but, that's right. But, but um, so, so we're on a flat plane. The edges are supposedly Antarctica. We don't know 
what's beyond that because we can't go past it because mm -hmm. all these different governments have bases and stuff and they won't allow anybody through there. The sun is just sitting above us. Who knows how many miles, 10, 20 miles or whatever. Not much. Uh, more than that. More, how um, much? hundred? I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't say. I okay. Couldn't, I couldn't but say. not 93 million. Not 93 million okay. miles away. And so w the moon, are you saying the moon is the sun because they're the same size? They're the same thing? No, but there are two luminaries that we witness, you know, we can see them every day moving above us. Okay. That's another, um, yeah. So just, uh, I'll, I'm going to come back to all of this, but I want to first go back and talk about the current understanding of, of, you know, what we believe in For the, sure. the globe For earth sure. and just understand, um, what that is, uh, because to understand kind of where we're going, we need to understand where we are today. Okay. Um, so currently today, we believe that we're on a globe, mm -hmm. that we're in a ball that's that's flying in space. Um, and you, you have to understand the orbital mechanics of what uh, all the motions that take place. Because again, when we're kids, we're shown this picture of the universe uh, or the, the solar system. We were shown a static sun in the middle and the planets orbiting around it, elliptic, doing elliptical orbits around it in a, in a plane. So all of the, the sun and then the sun around it. But that's not the only motion that's happening, right? So the Earth spins. Do you, do you, do you know how fast the, the Earth spins? It's like a thousand miles okay. per hour. Yeah, there you go. A thousand Something. miles per hour at the equator, and it's thousand miles per angled, hour angled, yeah. right? It's it it is at an angle of twenty three point four degrees, mm -hmm. or yeah, which which from <laughs> if you which right. gives us the seasons, right? Because it it gradually changes according to common theory, right? Yeah. So we okay. have that motion. We're going around the the sun at can you look up <laughs> <laughs> I have all these these numbers no, but, it's good but, it's good to look them up anyway cuz then we know we're right exactly yeah uh, no no and it's 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 good what what is the speed the earth yeah. rotates around the sun what is the yeah speed the speed of the earth of the earth around rotating around the sun sure 30 kilometers well, per second. That's, that's the speed of... Okay, but... Uh, 67,000 miles per miles hour. Miles per hour, right. And then the sun is moving at a million miles an hour around the galaxy. And then the galaxy is moving around the great attractor at untold speeds that are just mind-boggling. Okay. So we have all these motions that you have to think about. It, and it's, um, it's really not one motion. Everything is in motion, mm -hmm. right, according to... So, given that, you would imagine that when we look up at the stars, you wouldn't have fixed constellations. Um, you could argue that, but and, and they would have to be very far away. But since recorded history, since we know the constellations never change, they are predictable, everything always resets and there is a pattern to to the way the the, the they stars do move, move though cuz you can you can look at the night sky and it of will course, move of course right there's there's there is motion in the stars above us 
and we can see that. But year after year, they reset. And if you look at the star Polaris, which is the North Pole star, uh, you can get a PVC pipe and, and aim it at Polaris and, and set it up in your backyard. You, you'll go back year after year, and it's never going to move. Hmm. And they're told that we're told that it, it's going to process. So it, it's not going to be the North Pole star in sixteen thousand years, but. Like there's no way to verify that. That's the precession of the equinoxes, right? Right. Yeah. But you were you would. That's there's no way to verify that. You know that's that, with that number. Cool. Yeah. That, maybe. <laughs> cool. Yeah. How how are we <laughs> how are we going to be able to to cool story, bro? Exactly. Okay, uh, but, but but for now, we see that all the stars move. We're told that these stars are untold distances away from each other. You would need to have some type of parallax, which is, you know, when the closer objects move differently from the further away objects, yet everything moves in lockstep. Okay. So the stars, constellations, everything moves around above us. Um, this is true. We can, we can, we know this. <laughs> and then as far as the, the sun and the moon, um, even eclipse cycles are predictable and they mm. Um, they repeat patterns. If you're spinning in all these different directions at, at these insa insane speeds, for that to happen, it would be, uh, well, it's impossible. And and here's a pretty cool example. Um, the sun travels 4.5 billion miles in a year. Right? That's through the... Through, through the universe. Space, through okay. space, right. Halley's Comet comes back every 75 years, and it's predictable by clockwork. How is it that a comet or some space junk, whatever a comet is, is going to catch up to the sun that travels 4.5 billion miles in a year hmm. and then get thrown off and then come right back it makes no sense. Hmm. Well, I think what they say is that it's just in orbit around the Earth, or is it in orbit around the Sun? Well, and, and yeah, I think it's around the Sun, but you still have to. I mean, that's four point five billion miles times seventy-five, so it's going to go back and lose its, you know, go in its elliptical path or whatever it is, and then come back every 75 years after the the sun has traveled some 337 billion miles. It says it orbits around the sun, highly elliptical. Uh, the thing that's crazy to me about that is that it doesn't hit anything. I mean, it, that's it, who crazy. knows? Who How knows? does it just keep going and not hit anything? Uh, yeah, I mean, a, a comet, we, we don't know what a comet is. I, I think the whole point of this is, is to understand that we have the stars, we have the moon, we have the sun above us. There are mysteries, but science told, tells us they know for certain what they are when we don't really know. Mm -hmm. And and I think flat earth... Um, kind of it's it's easy to to dismiss it as anti-science this this kind of propaganda term that's that's being thrown around but 
I think a look into this infestation is the opposite of that. It's because uh, science is not an ology. It's it's a it's a method. So it's a well, science is only right as long as you can prove it's right. That's, exactly. That's the cool thing about science is you're constantly checking it. And as soon as you find out that it's wrong, then there's a different truth. So here we are. Yeah. So, I mean, it's only fact or something that you believe until somebody proves it wrong. And um, I mean, Extraordinary that's... claims require extraordinary proof, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, well, so sorry. Keep explaining to mm -hmm. me, though. What? So the the what what gives us day and night? Where does the sun go? Uh, well, the sun, since it's close and local, and you see it um, move above your head. Look at it. Like give do a, a time lapse of, of of just look. Yeah, do a time lapse of the sun setting. You'll realize it's not the sun doesn't go down; it just goes further away and recedes into our into the horizon, which is just where our line of perspective converges. Uh, there's no, you know, there's no this, there's no geographic horizon that we can see. It's only a matter of perspective. When well, you're, I'm trying to perceive it on this map sure. right here. I mean, so if it if it is constantly changing for everybody, does that mean it's just rotating like? It's just going around in a circle? Right. Yeah, so... Okay. Sun... Uh, do you want to... Do you want to try to share that? If you send it to the... Yeah, this is the image that I was going to... Oh, this is what we're going to put on the... Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. cool. And and I I can show you... Yeah, more example. I turned off my phone, but... Um, yeah, there's kind of animations of, of how this works. But essentially, the sun moves around in circles around yeah dude that shit is wild okay so if you if we're looking at the at this at this flat earth map the AA map we have the north pole in the middle all of antarctica is south so if you're looking at if you have a, a compass the, the it's always going to point to the center to north because that yeah that's magnetic magnetic, magnetic north the south is everything that's just around it and then when you go when you travel east, you're always going in a counterclockwise motion. Okay. If you're going west, you're always going in a, in a clockwise motion. Um, uh, so you can, people talk about, you know, circumnavigating the globe, and that is absolutely possible when you're going east and west, and there's countless numbers. I mean, I, yeah, my wife and I took a, a around the, the Around the world trip in 2017, and we went yeah from from Texas to to Japan and Asia, and then to uh, yeah Europe and Africa, and, and we came back to New York, and we went around in a clockwise uh, direction. But there's did you know that there's no recorded uh, south to north circumnavigation? I mean. You can travel around in a circle, and if you think about it on, on a on a ball, you can travel this way. But there's no one that's completed a north to south navigation. So there is apparently one, but when you look at his itinerary, the guy traveled from the north to Antarctica, and then t 
turns around and then comes back around the other way. Mm -hmm. So it didn't go through Antarctica, through the south. He had to turn around because it was too cold, allegedly. And then they still gave him the record. Hmm. So there's uh, that's, that should be something that, that would be possible if, if you're in a, in, a, in a ball, right? The same way that you can travel east to west, you should be able to travel north and south. Mm -hmm. Yet it's not a thing. Okay. So then what happens for the seasons? Does that mean that the, the sun shifts where it rotates? Okay. So that this, would change the, yeah. the seasons, right? So um, you have the equator that's going to be a circle around, um, yeah, basically one of those latitude lines is, is the equator. Well, you have this picture here, the, the equator. And then you have the Tropic of Cancer above, uh, closer to the north, and the Tropic of Cap Capricorn to the south. So in the northern, and the, the equator divides the northern and the southern hemisphere, right? So in the summertime for the northern hemisphere, the sun travels closer to the, to the Tropic of Cancer. Okay. And at the summer solstice, that's when the sun is at the Tropic of Cancer. Uh, and then as it, and it, it goes around, yeah, throughout the year, it goes from Tropic of Cancer and then it spirals out to the Tropic of Capricorn at um, the winter solstice, which is Southern Hemisphere's summer, but it's our, it's our winter. Okay. So um, yeah, the seasons uh, are marked by the sun, the sun's path. And then for eclipses, the moon would just have to go underneath the sun, right? Well, we there's a lot of people that are studying kind of the electromagnetic nature of our realm. Uh, and there's a lot more smart people than I am that, that are looking at how the moon and the sun could be electromagnetic manifestations how is it um, possible so what an um, so just to answer your question like as far as an eclipse i don't know but it happens but it doesn't mean like we're told that that it's the earth kind of casting its shadow on the moon or or the, I mean, well depends on the the, the eclipse but, yeah but there's no way to verify that how is it possible that we are this technologically advanced and we have computers in our pockets and you can get a heart transplant, but we can't send something into space to understand this. What, um, what, what happens every time we send a rocket into space or the International Space Station or any of those things that happen, mm -hmm. are those actually happening? Well, I think the biggest hurdle for kind of allowing our selves to to understand this this information is is giving up the idea that that space is the way what we've been told and um and really it's 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 a study of of, of propaganda and understanding that you know NASA is is a government controlled agency and uh so so everything that that we know about about space is Probably is just a, a fabrication. I could I could get behind that, but what I'm saying is, why 
like Bezos just went like he didn't go to space. He went into higher orbit. So, okay, maybe he can't tell from up there. But the, I mean, so what about the image, the the super famous image that was supposedly taken from like Apollo 13 or something where they're out in space and they're looking back at the earth? So was that fabricated? So that's what one of the the moments that's that was my aha moment in all of this when I, you know, started getting images from uh, my friend and 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 I, there was a video that leaked from from one of the Apollo missions where they were um, supposedly, you know, shoot taking a photo from or shooting video from or getting a photo from from um, where they were of Earth and space, and and then the video. It's I guess it was never supposed to be released, um, but it's them setting up a shot. They have a circular window in the spacecraft, and then they blocked off all the light. And they're I don't know however um, much um, you know distance they were, but they're looking down. It looks like a, a round planet, but really it's just you're looking at. Clouds and, and and sky and, and, and it's. But you're saying it's a fake photo. Like well, this is a fake photo. There's so there's no actual photos of Earth from space. Uh, even uh, you know all the images that that NASA claims are they're called images because there's no there's no photos of Earth from space. Okay, even so the, the the famous blue marble that was on everyone's iPhone for a long time. It's it's admittedly. Created in, in Photoshop, there they take these large strips of data. Um, yeah, you, have, you look up blue marble. Um, there's a famous video. Uh, of of the guy that was working at NASA admitting that uh, that. He had to use Photoshop to create kind of a an, an artistic imper- uh, interpretation of to fluff it up. Yeah, it's, it's and essentially a, a lot of what NASA puts out is our images or CGI. Um, to they say, you know, the only thing that's going into space is your imagination. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, that's kind of the biggest hurdle hurdle for people to get over is. is the fact that space is, we're told, is, is created in a Hollywood basement, <laughs> essentially. Okay, so I think we touched on this before we started recording, but what is what is the reason that anyone would want to fabricate all this and suppress it and keep us from understanding the truth? What is the purpose of that? Well, when you're looking at a globe, it feels complete, right? You you see the picture, you feel safe because you know that it's it's whole. When you look at a picture of the flat Earth map and you don't know what's above, below, to the sides, um, it's more uncomfortable um, because there's uncertainty. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's a way to keep people you know to ease mm-hmm. our fear well is that why they hide uh, aliens too because <laughs> uh, we can't handle the truth 
Well, I think this is the truth that that aliens are, you know, that's why we talk about aliens in many ways. But um, the aliens, just the story from these aliens from outer space just kind of uh, reinforce the story of, of uh, you know, of, of a spinning globe and, and outer space and distant planets and stuff like that. Um, um, so, but uh, there's too much unknown, and rather than try to explain it to seven billion people, they're like, "We're just going to go with this. <laughs> We're just going to tell them this. Things are going to be better. We'll keep them preoccupied with well, Facebook and Snapchat and Kanye." Well, I mean, yeah, it's it's a distraction, right? So, if you look back at the at the heliocentric model, at the mainstream globe spinning globe model. It comes from the idea of, of, of a big bang, right? This this idea I want that, to ask you that nothing came something came from nothing and it exploded and, and all the gaseous bits got together and all the rocky bits got together and then like from the primordial soup came the single cell organisms and there was this evolution. So we have to kind of throw that out too, because it's a it's just a theory. That's maybe I don't know. I haven't been in school in a long time, but I would imagine <laughs> that that's that's what I remember. This is a you know this is our understanding of the conception of 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 of, of the universe, right? The the Big Bang is just a theory. It's unproven, and it's you know, no matter what they say, like there's no way to to verify that. Yeah, for sure. It's too long ago, right? Even evolution is. There's, there's evolution's kind of pretty solid, isn't it? You can you tell people develop into... certain traits that allow them to survive and defeat uh, viruses. And I mean, they, but chameleons that's... can change their skin tone so that they can hide better from predators. Right. But a single or cell organism from primordial soup kind of developed into two cell organisms. And over millions and millions and millions of years... It turned into a fish. Yeah, it's and fucking crazy, but <laughs> it's, it's all we got, man. Well, the thing about this quest for truth is that we're going to find some places where we can't explain what, how things are the way they are. And that's, you got to be okay with that. Mm -hmm. Like, I personally don't believe an evolution because there's never been a species to species. You know, it's not proven to like from sea animals to animals. Like what happened? These fish all of a sudden were able to grow legs, grow legs, yeah. breathe above the earth. It's, it's kind of silly when you, when you, when you really think about it and yeah, it's, it's all we got, but it's just, it's an explanation that people assume has been proven, but it's still the evolution. Evolution is a theory as well. So that's what happens with with a lot of these um, these ideas that people assume have been proven again and again. And there's there's no proof of the Big Bang. There's no proof of evolution. Um, there's no proof of 
the motion of Earth? So what what do you believe, and is it in line with what flat Earth people believe? What do you believe happened? Where we came from, how we started, like, you don't know. It's I just, don't know. It's too difficult to, yeah. yeah. How, I, it goes into, yeah, you're making speculations at that point and, and theorizing. I don't know. I, and there's, there's a lot of questions that I don't have the answer for. And a lot of the, you know, the flat earthers and we're, I mean, I'm comfortable not knowing, but, but always wanting to, to learn more and, and, and figure out, I mean, the idea, what I was going to say with the, with the big bang is the idea is, is that nothing came from nothing. And we're in this insignificant speck floating in the middle of infinity. Mm-hmm. Like once you, like there's these, all these videos of like, oh, this is how little the earth is in comparison to the whole thing. You're basically a speck of dust. You're nothing. Your life doesn't have meaning because you're developed. You're basically an evolved monkey. You just, you don't matter. It puts kind of, God out of the picture, really. It's it, it's you know. Basically, it's it's nihilism. Yeah, you're so uh, you know it, it makes people not want to seek. People know, are not comfortable purpose. with that. People want some sort of assurance. They want safety. They want, no matter how ridiculous it might be, they want to believe that this isn't it. They want to believe there's something else. And so that was my next question. Are there many religious people in the flat well, earth movement? There is a lot of, and I'm, I'm not one of the people, but there are a lot of, um, yeah, there's a lot of Christian and Bible, you know, a lot of biblical creationist uh, Christians. Um, and yeah, I mean, the, the, there's a lot of um Passages, passages in the, in the Bible that uh, that lean in this direction. A lot of people think you know the Bible is a flat Earth book, but there are um, sections in the Bible that claim the Earth. I mean, is flat? just the, you know, in in Genesis, it's the way it's described. It's uh, mm-hmm. you know, the Earth was created first, and then I'm not I'm not sure. I'm not I'm not the biblical guy. Yeah. Um, spiritual people in flat Earth, probably a hundred percent. Yeah. A lot of people find kind of the creator that's the, that, that's the whole point uh if if earth is at the center of creation and this is where we are and this is um this is it there's no you know we can't verify all these all these planets from space like nasa can tell us that they found a planet where it rains diamonds which they did but cool cool story bro like <laughs> Just because you can show me that there's, you know, four pixels and how could you possibly know that? Mm-hmm. What we see in the stars is, it, it doesn't mean that we can't verify those distances. For example, um, and yeah, again, sorry, this is like weaving back right. and forth, no, but um, did you know that the the distance to the sun the astronomical unit which is you know the earth this distance from earth to the sun was calculated um by looking at the procession of venus through the sun so they saw venus 
passing through the sun, and it was based on the assumption that Venus must be about the same size of the Earth. So, okay. <laughs> so there's a, when you start to look at how all these uh, all these um, mathematical figures came about, there's there's a ton of assumptions that are made about the distances, about what these things are. Um, but there's no way to verify that. Mm -hmm. Short of sending something into space. So again, um, think that there's there's a limit to where, what we can reach. Um, there's a, some some people think it's a dome. I don't know. That's kind of weird to say for some people to to hear that the first time. This because it sounds. I don't know. It sounds like the Truman Show. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, it, it is in, in, in a lot of ways. Um, some people think it's it's a dome. Some people think it's just kind of like a, a density thing where we can't get past it. Um, if you look at videos, footage from from um, rocket launches, they always launch in the coast and they always shoot towards the ocean. And then they always go in this elliptical arch. Mm -hmm. uh, and they say that's because it's going around the, the curvature of the earth. But, but if you really look at it, it's these things are going up and then they're coming right down. Um, so 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 <laughs> for you uh, personally, what if someone put you in a rocket and they sent you to space the way that they say they're doing it, that would be able to convince you. Of if anything, I saw it, if if, you of saw course. It. Again, again, like I said, I was in the space rock band. I loved space. <laughs> I loved Star Wars. I was, if I was, if I was shown, and I was really proven. Again, every, everything NASA puts out is subject to skepticism, and it should be, mm -hmm. right? Uh, but if I was shown it, of course, yeah, I'll be like, yeah, okay, there it is. Mm -hmm. Show me the proof. It's been six years since this movement has grown, and the flat Earth, flat Earthers, which is actually, you know, people may think it's it's just kind of either fundamentalist or people that are you know ill informed or stupid. Uh, it's it's engineers, it's pilots, it's teachers, it's it's doctors, it's it's everything you can imagine. Once people really you know honestly give it some thought and study it uh there's i mean it's i can't prove that the earth is, is flat in the way i'm showing it here mm -hmm. but what i know personally is that i'm not on a spinning ball in outer space mm -hmm. the globe is is the lie I think it's fascinating. I don't fully subscribe to it, but that's why I wanted to talk to you because mm -hmm. I wanted to hear and, what you had to say. I, I personally don't know. I've never been in space. I've yeah. never seen it this way. Me neither. Neither I, has Neil deGrasse Tyson, by the way. He's never been to space, but... Well, yeah, you mentioned <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson earlier and... Well, that was my... Well, that was another moment when I first started looking into this uh, and, and started questioning. And, and when it started to make sense, I was like, oh, no, what about Neil? Does he, um, what does he say? Well, 
he's kind of condescending about it and just talks a lot of crap about flat earthers. But he's been asked to debate flat earthers for years, and he thinks it's just not worth the time. But really, what would happen if? And I'm not the, the most like well-spoken flat earther. There's people yeah. that are in, you know, that are, that that would just put him to shame. Mm -hmm. But none of the science, like, we have to understand that there's science, the method, and then there's science, like capital S, called scientism. It's uh, this uh, the, the the industry, the machine of of of, of science, and and you know Neil deGrasse Tyson is just a TV personality. Yeah, that and he's a spokesman and he's a propagandist and and popula popularizer like Bill Bill Nye Bill too. Nye. Yep. I mean, those people in their shows have just ridiculed flat earthers and their um yeah, just you know never willing to debate. Um, it's a shame he won't do it. If he was that confident, you'd think <laughs> exactly. he'd just be like, you guys are retarded. I'm going to tell you what's up. And but if he the, won't even do it. Right. And that, and that, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's another thing. Uh, if it's so ridiculous, um, then you wouldn't have Congress talking to YouTube about, you know, censoring Flat Earth. And, and, and sure. I mean, when I first got into this, like YouTube was filled with all this content and we would get all these recommendations and at one point it became I think a higher trending topic I think in 2017 or 18 it was a, a higher trending topic than Donald Trump so so <laughs> that's tough to beat they're like hey man we gotta do something about these guys they're 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 it's dangerous it's it's only dangerous to 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 the machine but but like you said um science is about questioning the un, the current understanding, proving it, or if if it disagrees with experiment, then it's wrong. I don't understand the whole movement right now to squash anything that's considered different from the mainstream, different from the main narrative. That's I think that's a problem with most of the world right now is no one's teaching critical thinking. No one's teaching use your brain. Mm -hmm. In a lot of ways, they're just like, accept this. This is fact. And think about something else. And that's not the way you should live. You should be able to – you should be exposed to this type of thought. You should be exposed mm -hmm. to other ideas about uh, evolution or about different religions or whatever. You have to, as a person with a brain, you have to figure out what you think is true and try to do some research – and make your own decisions. You shouldn't rely on the government or Donald Trump or Neil deGrasse Tyson. Or You shouldn't rely on one specific person to give you the truth. Absolutely. Because they could either have a different motive or they could be wrong. Yeah. No one knows really that they're right until they're dead. I mean, yeah. They, like you said, <laughs> then you figure it out, maybe. Maybe. Or you just right. go in the dirt. Who knows? Maybe. Right. I, I mean, know. so – and like you said, it's uh, this is what we got, so we're gonna go with it. But here's this group of French citizen scientists and proper scientists that are that are proving that there's no way to verify that we live in in, the, in this ball. Mm -hmm. um, so there's some proofs for the flat Earth. You know, why do people think it's it's flat? Um, 
number one, water is always going to find its level. Can we agree to that? You have a cup, you fill it with water. It's no matter how you angle, it's going to find its due to gravity, right? Well, that's just how fluid. You know, that's how water. Do works. we need to discuss gravity? Sure, we can talk about gravity, okay. even though it's it's a point of contention and, okay. and like uh, semantics. But, uh, but we can talk about it to my best ability. Okay, yeah. Sorry <laughs> if I interrupted the water. No, thing. no, no. Keep I on. mean, uh, water levels, you know, are used in, in construction to to make sure that that something is level. So the oceans make up, I don't know, seventy percent of the Earth. There's no proof of water. Um, kind of sticking to 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 a round object. There's no way. There's no proof of water being bent. And sure, we can. We an easy way to to say is like, okay, gravity. Of course, gra- gravity just sticks to it. But gravity is a, is a force. It's a supposed to be a, a weak force, right? It holds down our entire oceans, but a butterfly can float effortlessly in mm-hmm. the air. Uh, you know, it really is a question of, of, I mean, it's more complicated than this, but but a, an easy way to say it is, uh, is like uh, buoyancy versus uh, density, right? So dense objects are going to uh, go down and then less dense objects are going to rise. So like helium balloons rise. Um, the water is more dense than air, so it stays down. But there, again, there's no evidence of water ever conforming to a, or sticking to a bowl so is the, without falling. Is the always. general consensus then that if it were, if we were living in a globe like what, we're taught that the water would not stay. It would just go into space. It's it's impossible. Yeah. Okay. Impossible. Okay. Um, So then what happens with flat earth? It's just. It's a lake. It's a lake. It's a giant pond. So then something has to be containing it, right? Again, what's below it, who knows? Yeah. What's above us, there's a lot of people looking into the sky and, and, um, and, the whole nature of it, the electromagnetic nature of, of a realm and how water, it's its amazing. There's far smarter people talking about that aspect of it and some that are not flat earthers, by the way. There's a, a group um, called the Thunderbolts Project and, and they are deep into the electric nature of the universe. Um, Amongst many others, there's there's a lot of people, I guess, who are in the fringe of, of looking at how the current understanding of, of our world is um, just so flawed, and and a lot of it comes from just theories and assumptions. Another another um, proof for the for the flat Earth is is that we see too far. Like if we lived in a ball, you would have to be visibly. Uh, witness, uh, observe, and measure the curvature of the Earth. Like, that's a fact, right? Um, the um, calculation for the curvature of the Earth is um, you can do uh, eight inches per mile squared. So after a mile, you're going to drop eight inches in curvature. Okay. Right? 
So a hundred miles, if you're looking a hundred miles away, that would be six thousand six hundred feet of water. Well, like supposedly water you can only see two miles in front of you, right? If you stare out at the ocean, you can it disappears it. after two miles, right? Something like that. But that's the thing. There's people that are making observations where they're able to see much further than that. Um, there's people that are doing experiments with lasers uh, from, uh, you know, across lakes that are much further than that, that are able to see even inches above the earth um, something, you know, a laser stays in a, in a constant line. So that's pretty, pretty good test. Um, so you're able to uh, observe and measure distances far longer than, than what you should be on, on, on a globe. Mm -hmm. um, there's an example of, of um, Chicago seen from uh, Lake Michigan from uh, the other side. Um, and it's 62 miles away. At that distance, all the buildings should be covered, completely covered. And they say, oh, there's this video of, of this weatherman that's like, oh, that you, what you're seeing is a mirage. But um, a mirage is not going to bend bend up <laughs> that yeah. far. You're, you have to see the subject in order for it to mir mirage. So Okay, uh, so why, why can't I see New York City from here? Well, that's just a matter of, of perspective. You only have so much, um, you know, fog. Uh, well, mountains, that, but, but just just your like everybody has this personal uh, dome of personal atmospheric dome, which is basically you, you, from your perspective and the, the way your eyes work, you see everything like you're kind of in a in a circle, and, and everywhere you look, that's the that's going to be the convergence point and, and perspective, right? Okay. So you're standing in a, in, in a hotel hallway that's, I don't know, a mile um, long, imagine mm -hmm. that, and it's line by lights. All the, li the lights uh, on the ceiling are going to converge at the perceived horizon. Mm -hmm. um, if it's five miles, you're not going to be able to see past a certain point. Okay. Uh, so that's just, just our... Limitations yeah, of your vision. The, yeah, the, the resolution of our eyes. So when people say, yeah, why can't I see New York from here? Mm -hmm. There's only so much so far you can see. Okay. And everything is going to converge. Like you see the clouds above you, they're 10,000 uh, feet in the air. And then when you're looking out into the ocean, it looks like the clouds are touching down, you know, touching down on, on the on the water. On the water, but they're really, they're all still 10,000 feet. They're all the same level. It's just your perspective kind of makes it look like things are, are converging at a at the point. Okay. Wow. Um, so there's tons of observations of, of from, you know, long distances. This is an example of uh, Mount Kanagu. In France, that can be seen 175 miles away, and at and there's a certain time of the year where the sun goes over the mountain, and you can see it clearly. You, you see the, the the sun going behind the mountain, um, and it's 175 miles away. The top of that mountain should be covered by over a mile mm -hmm. of Earth curvature. 
like I said, that that calculation of eight inches per mile squared is something that we should be taught as children, right? Mm -hmm. Like, kids, let's go measure the, the the curvature of the Earth, and and should be easily provable because you should be able to to witness it. Mm -hmm. There's a guy named Jay, Jay Tolan uh, on YouTube. He has this infrared um, lens on a I think he uses a Nikon P900. Uh, it, no, it's just just the the letter J, T O L A N. Uh, see if I can. Yeah, sure. I can. And what he does is takes um, long distance. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Louisiana and infrared. Mm -hmm, sure. Or no, a thousand mile visibility across Lake Huron. So he, yeah. So the infrared allows him to see past the the you know the density of of the atmosphere, and he's able to see way more than than we should be able to see. Mm -hmm. So if the Earth is a ball, it needs to be measurably provable. It's like either so either we live on a much larger ball, or 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 it is as as our eyes. Show it to 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 be flat, mm -hmm. to be a level plane. Again, all that water right there is it's not curving. There should be you should be able to see curvature, right? Yeah, um, well. So I recommend. Yeah, this is this video is a thousand mile visibility across Lake Huron. To yeah, Hudson I'm Bay. sure it's easier to to do these type of tests too if there's high visibility. Like you're of not going to go do it in Beijing because yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. see five feet in front of your face yeah, exactly, in Beijing. Exactly, right. You yeah. see, um, yeah, the density, I mean, the density of the atmosphere has a lot to do with it. That's yeah. why another one of the classic debunkings is like, ah, oh, ships over the horizon. And it, what's amazing to me is that after six years of looking into this, you look at what's currently being used as um, debunking material. It's still the same three or four things that, that were thrown out like when I first started looking at this, like ships over, ships disappear bottom up from the horizon when it's been proven again and again. It's just a, a limitation of our, of our vision. We have mm -hmm. like that camera, the P900, it can zoom, it has the digital zoom of like a hundred times or something like that, mm -hmm. or much more than that, I'm not sure. Um, but you see the ship disappear and then if you zoom in closer once the resolution is made out you can see the, the boat again hmm. and it look it may look like the bottom is disappearing first but it's a, a lot of the times it's a matter of refraction and and, and the it, it has to, a lot to do with the visibility uh temperature um humidity it affects it so it kind of mirages and what you think you see as the visible horizon it's actually not the true horizon because there's, you know, distortions that happen at that sure. long distance. Sure. Um, so what I want to talk about is what happens when you try to discuss this with, because right now we don't see who you are. Yeah. And that's because it's uncomfortable to talk about, right? Like you can't really have this type of conversation with regular people because they think you're crazy or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so when I first started looking at the stuff and, and you know, came to the conclusion that that this is 
there's legs <laughs> to this thing. I was so excited, and it's, I think it's the most fascinating thing I've ever come across. It's mm-hmm. it's amazing. It's it's like you go through all the stages of grief. Yes, <laughs> that, <laughs> for sure. But there's also a, a, this jubilant moment when you just want to share it with with everyone. And, and and when I started doing that, yeah, there's there's a lot of of rejection and then immediate a, a lot of people shut you down immediately or just it's more comfortable for them to dismiss it and ah that's just crazy ah, I don't want to hear it yeah um so it's been a long time since I've really talked to anyone about it um uh, you know for my family and, and all that that's uh yeah like I it's funny. I have I have a, a an Instagram post where I remember before I found out about flat Earth, and then and then the next post I knew like between that those two dates, that's when I mm-hmm. kind of found out and became a flat earther. It was kind of fast for me, and then I remember that because the the post was uh, when I went to a baseball game with my mom, and I talked to her about all this stuff. And I was just so fascinated by it. And she seemed kind of like open about it. But then after that, it never came back up. And then, yeah, I've, I've even heard her say a couple of things about flat earthers, kind of you know, dismissive and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of making fun of way. But so I never talked about it again. And then it happened with, with my brother at his uh, bachelor party. <laughs> we're in the middle of, uh, at a bar middle of the night <laughs> probably not the best time to bring that up <laughs> well I didn't bring it up personally yeah uh, I don't know what we were talking about and somehow the moon landings came up and and he said he mentioned something about the, the moon landings well you don't, you don't believe the, the moon landings right and then somehow one of his friends kind of picked up and he's like wait a minute are you a flat earther and I was like uh yeah, <laughs> and then from the that must have been like around ten o'clock or something like that, and then then you know next thing I know I'm at the, the hotel lobby with my brother at three a.m. talking about this stuff, and and at the end of it he just kind of threw his hands up in the air and he was like I just I just don't have time to think about this. Hmm. My life is so busy that I don't have the time to think about this get that from from a regular person's perspective it's easier to just accept what you're told and i mean he's probably got deadlines at work oh, and absolutely. kids to take care of or car payment like whatever there's there's always a million things yeah. that can occupy your time but yeah i mean we never talked about it ever again hmm. um and it's just yeah i i don't talk about it with a lot of people I know I know I have some friends that are uh that are open to it and and I also know quite a few flat earthers um and then just been following the YouTube community I guess mm-hmm. a lot of people are like oh you're just learning all this stuff on, on YouTube it's like I learned to cook on YouTube too you know I'm YouTube, YouTube is a valuable resource it for is. a lot of reasons yeah. if you don't get kicked off. And so that was the other thing I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Uh, 
Is there anything else you want to add to Flat Earth or we pretty good? I mean, there's so much more and yeah, I, mean, I feel like I, I, you know. I think it's a good base. Yeah, for sure. And and here's the thing about Flat Earth. Hey, I'll, I'll wrap it up on this. I don't expect you to be convinced about it right now because that would be silly. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think it's very interesting. I, I don't say I believe it. Uh, and you shouldn't right now because you haven't really given the time time to like yeah. to I, I like to keep an open mind on everything mm-hmm. and unless I have like 100% concrete proof on anything I just like to keep an open mind I just That's like great. to have conversations and like yeah. I think it's possible so I'm willing to discuss it with you for sure and hear what you have to say about it yeah sure yeah I mean and that's 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 great uh having an open mind is, I mean, if anything, it's an exercise in keeping an open mind and then realizing that maybe not everything is the way it is, is presented to us. And, I strongly and, believe there are many things that we're told that are not true. Right. I don't know what they are, but there are so many things. There are thousands of conspiracy theories on various, like JFK is a great one. I truly believe the CIA or some sort of government faction was involved with that. So they haven't come out and said anything about that. There's no way we are being told the truth about everything. There's no way. They denied aliens forever. And then just what, within the last year or so? Well, I think it has a little bit to do with this this flatter thing. Because when you start to disclose the aliens, you look into, for example, Project Bluebeam is this idea, is this uh, this thing on, on by NASA? That's the NASA Bluebeam project, and it, and one of the steps is to make the world believe that there's like some aliens. Uh, um, so a lot of that, and yeah, secret plans. There. So. Project Blue Beam conspiracy theory suggests NASA has secret plans to create a new <laughs> world order. Well, I mean, so so the idea is that that NASA and, and it's not just NASA, but uh, all the there's a concerted effort. All the the space agencies are are part of this um, propaganda machine that are and connected. Oh, there's, there's so much, um, you know, connected to this alien. Agenda, making us believe that there's aliens from outer space. Okay, and so it, wait a minute. And it builds on the narrative that there's multi, you know other worlds out there that it it's. So you don't think there are other beings well, from different places? How about this? It's there. It's it's called extraterrestrial, so extra terra land. So maybe there's more. If, if it, maybe like beyond, if it beyond Antarctica, for, maybe there's... If it there's... goes on for infinity, there has to be something, right? Well, if, if you're looking at that model, I don't think it's infinity. Okay. You know, I think um, I think this is it as far as our ex- experience, whether there's more to it. And, and of course, that's a whole other topic, <laughs> but, um, you know, dimensions and roles. So you but, think that... Roswell and everything that happened and, and the denials for 60 years and then the recent admission that there are uh, unidentified objects. That there are un- 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 unidentified uh, unidentified UFOs. 
Excuse me. They um, call it something different now. They don't call it a UFO the, anymore. The, the UAPs, I think. Something. Um, but um, yeah, for sure. Undeniable. You look at this night sky with an infrared camera again, you'll see some crazy shit. But does that mean they're a little like space guys, a little green men from, from Mars? No, I don't, I don't think so personally. There Maybe there's other lands beyond Antarctica, but that's speculation again. So I, I don't want to, you know, get into that because, I mean, it's fun. Uh, <laughs> okay, but, well, let's... Uh... Let's talk yeah. about, because I wanted to, because you said something when we sat down at first before we started about discussing, and I'm going to try to use loose language, mm -hmm. about discussing the virus that's been going on for mm -hmm. the last couple of years and people on YouTube getting their channels uh, demonetized and canceled Shadow and deleted uh, for discussing certain portions of that entire narrative just uh, narrative. yeah i mean so right and 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 that's a huge thing uh, if if people don't realize that there is a huge concerted effort right now to censor information i i don't understand like people are putting blinders on or don't understand that this is happening but there is an a, a huge effort right now to censor. You, you see your, the fact check uh, labels are coming up. And um, even though YouTube has uh, has confessed in, in court recently that fact checkers are just opinions, like <laughs> they were sued uh, and, and they had to come out and say that, that fact checkers are really just opinions. So, so it's not really... They're just putting that label to propagandize again about what the yeah the elite. I hate using that word. There's certain words that I like to you know. There's a lot of words that that can't be used because they could be used. Uh, you and you're know. you're saying words that are spoken. Yeah, the algorithms can can the track algorithm that, and can find it. If, if if your channel is big enough, I guess I could be, or even if not, I I don't know, but I, I know that the algorithms can track certain words. Yeah, um, and and flag content and and block. Uh, and so, what you were talking about, people who are discussing the virus and what words they're using to get around the algorithm. No, oh, sure, sure. What are those? I mean, words? I, I think that's that's common to use. Um, you know, the treatment, for example, or, um, I mean, yeah, the whole COVID thing is, is a whole other thing. And, um, yeah, people are having to self-censor and, and be strategic because you can't openly discuss a lot of these ideas mm -hmm. uh, openly without getting your livelihood or your, I mean, yeah, a lot of content creators are losing their livelihood over mm -hmm. misusing or not being careful enough to use the right words, right? Mm -hmm. um, Have you ever heard of uh, Media Monarchy, James Evan Plato? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. James yeah, Corbett? Yeah, yeah James Corbett. Oh, they, they went on, on their own, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I know James Evan Plato because oh, cool. I'm friends with 
his oh, really? wife. Yeah, I used to work with her. And um, I don't know exactly where they're both at with their independent channels, but they, as far as I know, had to leave mm -hmm. YouTube because, I mean, they're both doing awesome reporting yeah. and investigative journalism, if that's what you want to call it, where they're exposing alternative thoughts and mm -hmm. theories and stuff. And yeah, they both had successful YouTube channels, and I don't know that they can be on YouTube anymore. Yeah. They're banned. Yeah, they're some of the best. Yeah, it's pretty wild that you can't just have conversations <laughs> for people to listen to. Right. It goes back to what I was saying earlier about uh, critical thinking. You should be allowed to be exposed to ideas and have enough intelligence to figure out what is crazy and what's not. Sure. But Again, I'm, yeah, if, if, if Flat Earth is so crazy, then why not just let these crazy people have their shows and, and talk about this archaic, scientifically disproven, quote unquote, guys, uh, ideas? Um, no, it's being highly censored when you look up, and this is both Flat Earth, COVID, and more, um, the search engines have been optimized. So when you look up this stuff, the first time, if you've never... If you've, just heard about it and you want to look into it, you look it up and, and everything you're going to get is going to be content that's going to point you in the in the wrong direction. Mm -hmm. For, as far as uh, flat earth stuff, it's it's just countless numbers of, of sort of like these de debunked videos that supposedly have millions and millions of views. But all it is, is, is it's garbage it's it's people insulting uh flat earthers and and making fun but the flat earthers again and again come back and debunk the debunkers uh mm -hmm. and same with 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 covid i mean that the the propaganda i mean if people haven't woken up to the fact that the, i mean about the covid narrative at all um it's amazing to me. Uh, yeah, it's, your, it seems so blatant to me. What's your perspective on everything that's been happening? I mean, so this comes from a <laughs> a crazy flat earther, but uh, just having been exposed to looking, you know, questioning authority and, and um, being really super critical about the the information that's that's told in the mainstream for for so many years as soon as this all came out it was i mean it wasn't obvious immediately but it was less than two weeks to flatten my curve <laughs> like yeah. there were so many kind of alternative voices from the beginning and again it's not just basement dwellers it's uh, it's doctors it's scientists it's uh, virologists it's it's people that that know their stuff that that came forth and and they were talking you know their truth risking it all and and a lot of them did um, you know put their lives and careers and mm -hmm. livelihood at, at jeopardy um, and then they got destroyed. And then they did, mm -hmm. yeah. And and still to this day, um, it's it's hard to look at it from a outside perspective because I, I've I've already 
been exposed to so many kind of out there mm-hmm. ideas. Yeah. Um, but it just never made sense to me. Yeah, the thing that really bothers me is that it uh, it follows political lines. I mean, it didn't seem like things could become more divisive than they were uh, after 2016, (laughs) Trump and Hillary, but COVID made everything even more divisive. And I do these thought experiments sometimes where I'm like, what if Trump had won and he (laughs) did the exact same thing (laughs) that Biden did? Yeah. Everyone on the left would have been freaking out. They'd have been like, we're not wearing masks everywhere. We're not getting vaccinated. Trump is <laughs> Trump is a dictator and he's trying to kill us. Like yeah. none of it is based, not none of it, but a lot of it is not based in fact or scientific theory. It's all political. Yeah. I mean it's so frustrating. You if you don't wear a mask to the grocery store. There, there are, there are a ton of states right now that haven't had mask mandates for a very long time. I have friends in Florida. I have friends in Texas. Yeah, they just like, came back from Texas. Yeah, they're, they're like, it does not. Nobody talks about it. It doesn't look like it's going on. You come here to Portland, people, people oh, yeah. are walking around downtown Portland wearing masks. Oh, I mean, you, outside. You go to a children's playground, and and you know, kids, two, one and up are, are you know, messed yes. up. And and here's the thing that that gets me, and, and it's this again this propaganda line of follow the science. I don't know what science these people are following, other than you know the the voices that are on the the news. Uh, but the science is, you know, there's there's. Uh, so many, you know, papers about about the, the hazards of, of wearing masks over time. Like, for example, like the, here's the thing about COVID: you don't have to get consp- like into conspiracy to think this whole thing is is insane. Um, there is a story on on a mainstream news outlet about uh, a speech therapist that's. Um, uh, her business is uh, kids in you know that have developed or m- not developed speech in the early ages because of all the mandates and, and the restrictions because they can't As, read lips. Well, can't read lips. Can't. It's just when you're when you're a kid and you're, when you're a, a baby, that's how you you learn social cues and, and you learn about people through their faces. And if, if it, the, all they're seeing is these faces covered up, and that's and they grew up in, the, in, you know, kind of fearing a, a face. But this lady was saying that that her um, patients, the early year patients, have gone up like three hundred sixty percent because of kids that are not developing. And I see that with my kids. I, I've never masked my kids. I, I tried on an, on an airplane once, and he took it off immediately, and they didn't say anything, which. Was cool, but I I refuse because I look at the science, and the science is telling me that the mortality rates for children are point zero 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 three percent. Let's round that up. That's zero. You're very I mean, and and okay, 
there's people that are immunocompromised and, and older folks, and I, I get that. But this idea that you're instilling into your children that you're going to kill grandma if you don't put this thing, this this cloth mask, which, by the way, now is not going to do anything. Yeah. Even no. though for over a year, that was, that was the thing to do. Yes. I remember when I first, I got that mask for my son uh, just because we were going to fly. And on the back of the mask and the fine print, it says, not a, not a science or not a medical device. <laughs> like, this is not going to prevent anything. Um, like, it's right right here, guys. It's yeah. in the fine print. And I, I get it. They have to. It's, and there's a lot of, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. But but that that stuff really. It's difficult to, to, to fall in line with all that stuff when originally Fauci said that you don't need a mask. Mm -hmm. And secretly, he was telling everyone that because he didn't want there to be a run on N95s and he wanted them to be reserved for the medical personnel who needed them, which is understandable, but he still told, he's like, he's God right now. And is, he, he, is he still? Do you, are, are people still trusting this guy? Uh, yeah, for sure. He's, so? he's mm. the singular voice on COVID for a lot of Man. people. And he told everyone that you didn't need a mask because he didn't want there to be a run on the masks. Then that changed. He was, he was lying to everyone. Then that changed and it was considered general, um, general fact that you needed to wear a mask all the time. And then just recently they said cloth masks aren't good enough. And now you need something more powerful. You need an N95. There's people in Portland walking around with two masks. Oh yeah. It's hard to trust the people in charge when they're lying to you and when they don't fully understand what's happening and they're just telling you to do stuff. And after two years, people can't handle it anymore. You, when this thing happened, people were really concerned that we were all going to die. And like, I remember being scared. Everybody was scared. Nobody knew it was going to happen. But over the course of time, we kind of figured out that this was a dangerous disease that would really affect obese people and the older population, mm -hmm. and especially the people who had other issues that were immunocompromised. Average three or four comorbidities. Yes. Yeah. And uh, like you said, it was proven the entire time that um, it was not an issue for children. Uh, kids are are healthy. They're, they're the healthiest you ever will be. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're doing when you're growing up. Your body's developing. You are... You're constantly fighting everything. And that's that's the thing that bums me out so bad about what's happening right now is no one trusts their body anymore. Mm -hmm. If you are healthy and you exercise and you take vitamins and you do all those things that boost the uh, the health of your body, like you should be doing anyway, yep. you are not in dire need of medicine. You are doing the thing that you're supposed to do that allows your body to fight off all those things that are trying to kill you. You could die any moment of any day. There, there's inherent risk in almost every activity. And you can't just expect the government to like 
put bubble wrap around everything. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have um, become accustomed to that and uh, turned it into a political thing where, uh, I mean, I whenever I go anywhere, I always, I always put the mask on just because I don't want to create issues, you know? I don't want to be seen an as an asshole. asshole. Yeah, it's... And so I do it, but um, I've never, short of that first month or two, I've not been concerned yeah. about right. contracting the disease. Uh, it is, it's not the Black Plague. It's certainly marketed as the Black Plague. <laughs> yeah, and it continues to be. I know. Um, but yeah. there's a lot of pushback now. There are... There are a lot of politicians who were very, very hard on it, who are walking things back because. Well, there's some there's elections coming up too. <laughs> it's true, yeah. and there's a movement for a lot of those people who were very fervent supporters of um, mask mandates and vaccination mandates. They're just, dude. How long are we going to do this? How long are we going to do mean, this? All it takes is, you know. To condition the next generation um, to be this compliant generation, and, and then you get them when they're when they're kids, and same happened with with the globe. You have this idea, and then you never look back. Like I'm afraid to to see what happens with this next generation of kids, especially now. I see it, you know, when I go to the playground with my son, when I. Uh, again, looking at the the mainstream numbers, like the the, the uh, chances of of quote unquote catching it on a, uh, outdoors is, is slim, and, and it, you should be breathing oxygen. That's that's it's healthy, you know. Mm-hmm. But seeing you know young kids that are masked up, and and when my my son's very outgoing, and and he goes up to them, and I've I've seen it many times where they kind of back up and they're like, ah. Oh, this guy's not wearing a mask. What's like what what is gonna happen with this generation? It's it's concerning. There are going to be significant psychological issues for a lot for of For sure. People. And was it was it worth it? I mean, I'm sure there were some old people who got to survive, but for the majority of people, I mean, I don't know how many people you know, but just on the last wave with Omicron, I got it. One of my kids got it for the second time. Mm. All my other kids had it. Uh, my ex-wife had it. Like I mean, many I, people at work had it. I, I had it too. But it, it, to, okay, so it's a, it's again one of those issues where if we're following the science, we have to look at the foundations of where these ideas come from. And I think like this flatter thing kind of you know, got me to a point where I I was ready to accept that maybe there's other things besides <laughs> the shape of the earth that, that are not foundationally sound as far as the science is concerned. And when, you know, the work, this, the work of the dissenting scientific voices started coming out and uh, the whole, you start to, realize that the the entire foundation of virology could be completely wrong 
Um, I mean, I don't know if you've heard about the, what goes through and when they claim that they isolate like a virus, it's this process of, of, of taking a, this life sample and then adding all these adjuvants like monkey kidney tissues and mm. all these, I, I don't even, I can't even top of, of my, top of my head, but essentially there's no virus that's been isolated. Um, and this is, you know, through uh, freedom of information uh, anywhere. There's even even the, the first test that was created um, was based on a on a tissue from some guy in Wuhan that they assumed had the virus. Uh, so everything, when you start to look back and uh, you look at the work of Stefan Lanka, who's a, who's a virologist in, in Germany, who's proven that no no virus has been like isolated. Uh, I mean, th it, that's a whole another rabbit hole to go down. Mm -hmm. But essentially, and, and 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 there's a ton of you know content out there. Again, it's not basement dwellers. It's 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 doctors. It's scientists. It's yeah, virologists. People that are putting their life on the neck to, um, yeah, to show that, that this whole thing is, is not what it, it is being told to us. Yeah. The thing that, uh, oh, sure. yeah, yeah, that, uh, I was having a conversation with somebody and, uh, they were like, uh, yeah, well, what? You know, it, it's free. You you can get the vaccination <laughs> sure. for free. They're not making any money. And I'm like, the U.S. Yeah. government is paying for every shot. Like, mm -hmm. there is a significant incentive to get everyone vaccinated. Pfizer expects $54 billion mm -hmm. in 2022 sales on COVID vaccine and treatment pill. Pfizer's making a fuck ton of money mm -hmm. that the U.S. government is paying them with imaginary money that becomes debt that we supposedly pay for in taxes somehow, it's free to every person. But You're these paying. guys, these guys are making a fucking ridiculous amount of money. It's not really free. And uh, yeah, so when anybody says something about, um, I'm vaccinated. I got vaccinated because I wanted to go to Europe. Yep. Uh, last, I went last July and there's no way you can't go unless you have a card. Yeah. And so, um, I personally would not have done it. I feel like I trust my body. I take care of myself and I feel like I would have been fine had I gotten it then, but I wanted to travel. So I got it for that reason. So I'm part of that community that got a free shot that was subsidized by the government, uh, made Pfizer some extra dollars. Mm -hmm. And um, I see uh, I see these groups on um, Meetup where they say uh, we're meeting at a coffee shop, blah blah blah. Uh, you have to show your vaccination card to get in. Mm -hmm. Wow. That does not prevent you from having it. That does not prevent you from spreading, spreading it. it. You know, yeah. you're 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 creating a club based on ideology, mm -hmm. which is fucking crazy. Anybody 
that doesn't keep that doesn't keep you from anything. Like you could still right. pass to anyone, but you're not allowed in that thing at the coffee shop. Yeah, by the mainstream definitions for sure. Right. It's so it's, convoluted. It's, illogical. Yeah. it's so convoluted and people are so confused. And I think a lot of people are just trying to do the right thing, which mm-hmm. I understand. I get it. But it just became a political issue and it is so frustrating for a lot of reasons. For sure. Yeah. But we're two yeah. years in, maybe. <laughs> well, things are easing up. Apparently, Portland is supposed to be lifting mask mandates at the end of March. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, well, supposedly that's supposed to happen, but uh, the school that my kids go to, they just sent out a, a oh, questionnaire on Google, mm-hmm. um, Google form, whatever the thing is. And they wanted to know because if they – if they make everybody wear a mask, including the teachers, they are allowed free testing. And if somebody tests positive, they only have to send that kid home. If they remove the masks, they don't get the free testing from the state. And if somebody tests positive, I, f- I forget oh, the exact, that sounds, that I'd have to look sucks. it up. but. It basically incentivizes you to continue to keep the masks on the kids. And I wrote back and I I was, I don't want to sound angry or crazy or something. I just said, uh, I mean, to the, in the message to the, to the principal, I was like, all of my kids already had it. My youngest had it twice. How many people in the school have had it? Is it over 50%? Everybody wore a mask for a year and a half, and all these people got it. Mm-hmm. If we take the masks off now, people are still gonna get it. It exists. It is going to continue to exist. I don't think there's anything we can do about it. I think even, I think yeah. from the CDC and from Fauci, they've said it is part of life now. So you can't just think that wearing a mask is gonna protect everybody forever. That's not a way to live. Like you said, it's going it, to it, – I mean, kids need to see mm-hmm. facial features. They need to recognize what your mouth is doing and what your teeth are doing and what your tongue is doing and see smiles and stuff. Like if you just block that portion of the face forever, it's going to mess people up. Uh, my, my youngest son was in kindergarten uh, and then in March when everything got shut down. So he had only been in school for four or five months. Sure. Then he was out the entire next year. Okay. Then he came back this year as a second grader and he's been wearing a mask the entire time. And so I was talking to him the other day and I was like, dude, you don't even know what your friends look like. That's wild. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. He's been in school. So they never take him off or like lunch and stuff like that? Or what's that? What's that? They, he said they take him off at recess when they're outside, which is cool. But at lunch... I don't know if this is the case in the elementary school, but in my son's junior high, they pop the mask down, take oh a bite, God. pop the mask back up. That's how they're supposed to. And so I'll go pick him up after school and he'll stop and he'll get in the car. I'm like, hey, dude, you take your mask off. It's cool. Yeah. It is creating mm-hmm. a new normal and a new psychological, like they don't know. 
they don't, they just, that's what you have to that's do. What it's like, it, yeah, that's it's what like it is. You, you wear shoes, you, uh, you have to wear a shirt, you have to wear a deodorant. Like it's just a thing you have to do now. And it becomes part of like the social lexicon. Yeah. And uh, it's not good. It's not good. It's not good. Yeah, I mean that that term, the new normal. How how fast were they to roll that out at the beginning of this? It was like part of a. It was marketed immediately, like within the. It was at the same time as the two weeks to flatten the curve. The new normal. I mean, I am. I, I hate the term conspiracy theory. You go back to learn the 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 term. You know the origins of that word and it was used it was created by the, the CIA to discredit people who are looking into the JFK thing right so and, and and it's become this thing where you if you even question or hold an opposing perspective from from the mainstream then you're labeled and and, and the the term is growing too it's like <laughs> like the conspiracy theory the far right wing conspiracy theory gotta, we got we, we gotta we gotta also, no one talks about the the far left wing conspiracy theory that the government really cares about you. Like, it's I don't know. I don't think anyone in politics cares about you. I don't think so. I don't either. care what side they're on. Then none of them care about you. And sure, like local, maybe at maybe the, local. You know, at the you know national level, I don't think so. No, there. No matter what side, yeah. There's too much money involved. Since um, was it Citizens United? Was that the one where they allowed unlimited? I think I'm getting it confused with something. Sure. There, there was some act that happened. I have a friend who knows a lot about it. I wish he'd come on and talk to me. Uh, there was something that happened. I want to say like 2012, 2013, that allowed unlimited money without a tie to where it came from. Cool. And that was the <laughs> beginning of super PACs. That act allowed unlimited amount of money to be funneled into political campaigns. And he told me, and I thought he was like crazy when he told me, cause I, <laughs> he's always just spouting shit off. And he told me that one day, he's like, this is the end of it, man. This is, this is the end. They can put whatever money they want into it now, and it doesn't matter anymore. It's not like you could be uh, Zuckerberg and give a billion dollars to Hillary Clinton and not have to be accountable for it. No one knows you gave it. He's like, this is the end of everything. And I was like, man, this is some doomsday shit. But it's like- Pretty bad. It's true. You can you, really control some people with that. It's over, man. Yeah. There's no way. I don't know how they would go back on that. You cannot be- you or I could not run for office, Senate, oh. House, no. President, whatever. There's no way we would ever gain enough steam without getting corporate money to do whatever they wanted us to do. Yeah. There's no way. So the, the, the system's fucked. And sure. um, that's, what's, that's what's just so frustrating about the whole thing. It's like, I don't know. What, there's no way out. And yeah. the cool thing is... You have YouTube and you have social media and you have all these different platforms where you can spread this information until it's deemed against the narrative and then they fucking I mean, there's delete you. So many 
you know, pl other platforms that have come up because of that that are allowing that type of freedom of communication and 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 really freedom of speech should be for everyone, not just you know what you don't agree on, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, the opposite, but um, yeah, and 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 it's the media is is so corrupt and and it's so surprising people don't see through that but immediately when these kind of freedom of speech first platforms are launched they're immediately labeled like oh these far right racist mm -hmm. uh it's like no like sure there's there's going to be there's bad seeds everywhere yeah everywhere but freedom of speech is incredibly important now more than ever. Mm -hmm. Now more than ever. Yeah, because I don't know how many people know, but um, even if you go to Canada, like Canada has different freedom of speech rules mm -hmm. than the United States right. do. The, the United States is pretty cool when it comes to freedom of speech. And I know they're trying to silence a lot of people on the internet, but in Canada, uh, you can get in serious trouble for I mean, saying the wrong thing. That's pretty bad right now with the, I don't know if you've been following what's going on in, in Canada right now, but- With the truckers with, in with, Ottawa? Well, yeah, Trudeau enacting that emergency act, then he's able to freeze your bank account. Yes. Um, yeah, among, amongst other things, but yeah, um, yeah it's, it's pretty bad. Yeah, it's scary. Um, so that's why it's not about like an anti-vax, Thing. It's it's just like an anti-mandate thing that people need to stand up right now, and and it's so tricky and it's 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 so unpalatable to compare anything to the Nazis, obviously, but it had to start somewhere, right? And I'm not saying that's where we're gonna go. Nope, I, I'm, yeah, I'm not saying that, but. There's, I mean, I have this idea that that all along, you know, you you look back at history. There's always that group of people that that were okay with it until things were. I mean, that's that's the power of propaganda. You know, Nazis probably thought they were doing the right thing. Things uh, escalate. Things escalate. Pretty Snowballs crazy. roll down the yeah. hill. Yeah, I mean, you can't really compare anything I'm to not, the Nazis. And I'm, not and I'm not saying you are. I'm, not, I'm just saying uh, lots of people get in trouble when they, like even just Elon did something where he yeah, compared yeah, to, yeah. <laughs> to Hitler. Like you can't do that, dude. And again, I'm not saying Hitler that. Hitler is Hitler. But, you know, going back to, I mean, I guess this this is my personal belief, but going back to, you know, slavery days, like the the people that were slave owners had to somehow be convinced that they were superior enough to be able to own people. And and, and I, I don't think people are born with that in their in their blood. Like I, I think people are generally I don't know, maybe I'm naive, but that's that's an insane thought when you really think about it. When you think about owning a human. Right. Or or people that were, you know, the conquistadors that came and just slaughtered the the natives, or um, and again, this is it may seem like very outlandish comparisons, but 
it's all a matter of, um, I don't know, scale, I guess. But if we don't stand up right now for, you know, freedom of speech, uh, freedom to choose what you want to do with your own body um, and let people live their lives as long as they're not, I mean, I'm, I'm a live and let live type of guy. Uh, mm -hmm. That's that's my motto. And, and as long as you're not hurting anyone, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, I agree. Um, but it's important that we not let, you know, the government get to that level. Yeah, regardless of who's in power. Yeah. You should be able to... Absolutely. ...to, uh, to interpret it... Um, in an unbiased, objective way. You don't, you don't want anyone with that much power telling you what to do. Because it, it just sets precedence for the next person. And then, you, I mean, you, it's a slippery slope. And the next generation. Yeah. 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 All right. I think that's a good spot. So <laughs> thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Thanks for having me over. Yeah. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah.